Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Hope you are having yourself a great holiday. So glad that you are joining me right here on If You Don't Like That. We are brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. For your plumbing needs and repairs, just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there with their 24-7 service. That's newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing. New Works plumbing, they've got a fix for you. It was not a good week for many folks that worked at ESPN in many instances for many, many years. I am not surprised. I told you that this day was coming a little more than a year ago after ESPN gave the absurd contracts to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Joe Buck, five years, 75 million. Aikman, five years, 90 million. Now, that's not the only reason there are contracts that others lost their jobs this past week. Uh, Subscriptions are down. Rights fees continue to go up. They are players in the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, you know, Major League Baseball, all right? That's part of it as well, the cost of doing business. But when you have idiotic, moronic decisions, such as giving announcers in the neighborhood of $1 million to announce a football game, you get what you get. I called it back then, and here we are talking about it in the summer of 2023. And you know what's crazy? How many of you turn on a football game, particularly a national game, and by national game, I'm talking about, you know, the lead game on Fox or the lead game on CBS or Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, right? How many of you turn the game on and watch the game because of the announcers. I don't ever recall turning on an NFL game because of the announcers. I have turned the sound down on announcers such as Tony Romo because I I can't stand him. I will start watching Nance and Romo and then after a while Romo just nauseates me and I literally turn the sound down but I'm still watching the game. 
Do you really turn on Monday Night Football because Joe Buck and Troy Aikman are doing the game? And by the way, I love Buck and Aikman. I think they make a phenomenal team. I think they're really good. But I'm not sitting at home going, oh, you know what? It's Monday night. I got to turn on Buck and Aikman. I'm more inclined to go listen to Peyton and Eli if I'm turning on a game for commentary. I mean, I'm just being blatantly honest with you. I'd rather watch Peyton and Eli if I'm really turning the game on for the commentary. I'm not going to watch the game because of Buck and Aikman. But for some reason, the decision makers at ESPN thought that it was not only good to go out and get Buck and get Aikman, but pay them an absurd amount of money. Now, people can say, well, Grant, what about Pat McAfee? McAfee's different. McAfee, of course, signing a mega deal to bring his show, his talk show, over to ESPN. That's completely different, okay? You're only going to turn on Pat McAfee if you're a fan of his. So the demand is there, and you know the demand is there based on his social media media following and everything else, okay? In other words, you're not going to listen or watch Pat McAfee if you don't like Pat McAfee. That's not the case with Buck and Aikman. Whether you like Buck or Aikman or not, you're still going to watch the game. So why are you paying them a million dollars a game? Think about that. You're paying a combined 35 or 36 million a year for guys to announce a football game. Do you know how ludicrous, do you know how stupid that is? Go ask the people that were fired last week from ESPN how they feel. And again, I don't blame Buck. I don't blame Aikman for taking the money. Okay, I'm not coming down on them. I'm coming down on the decision makers at ESPN and their way of thinking. It is absolutely ridiculous. All right, let's talk about Jeff Van Gundy for a moment. Van Gundy is great at what he does at ESPN. He's also extremely outspoken. He's not afraid to rip the officials, coaches, all right? He calls it the way he sees it. He's a straight shooter. He, along with his colleague, Mark Jackson, and play-by-play Mike Breen, I thought made the best team in the NBA. So why did ESPN hand the pink slip to Van Gundy? My good buddy, Christopher Mad Dog Russo, of course, of SiriusXM, Mad Dog Unleashed, had a very interesting take on this topic. And what is going on right now in the, uh, in the negotiation scenario? ESPN and NBC and TNT, what are they doing? They're all negotiating with Silver and the NBA. So if you're asking me, little talk show host who may not know a thing, this is just my opinion, Silver is the one who fired Van Gundy. Silver told ESPN, I want him out. You want to do the games next time? You want to do the games in the next contract? We don't, I don't want Van Gundy doing the games. I don't want him knocking the league. I want, him, I want a pom-pom guy in there. And, they, and obviously, I don't want him killing the officials because he can get on the officials. I, don't want, I, I want to get a guy in there who's not going to say boo about the f- officials, not say boo about anything that's negative to the league. I want a guy in there who is going to be a pom And so what Silva does, and this is only my opinion, what Silva does, he compromises the guy who follows Van Gundy. Because Van Gundy is in a situation here where he can, you know, he says what he feels. And now that you have fired him unceremoniously, without cause, 
out of nowhere, that means the guy that you bring in to replace Van Gundy, if you so do, with a third wheel, and you have to. That Jackson's not as good by himself. See, Van Gundy's better than Jackson, and Van, G- and Van Gundy could do the games by himself with Breen. I don't think Jackson can. So if you go out there, you got to bring somebody else in to play off Mark. If you do that, you know, that guy is in a tough spot. All right, so that's Christopher Mad Dog Russo, and uh, I agree wholeheartedly with him. I don't think Van Gundy's firing is of ESPN's doings. That makes absolutely no sense. I mean, it makes no sense. Van Gundy is regarded by almost all that watch the NBA and by media critics as an A-plus type of a guy. And by a guy, I'm talking about as an analyst. A-plus. I mean, you know, you just had ESPN pay Troy Aikman a million dollars a game, okay? And give him a $90 million deal, a $90 million deal for five years. Van Gundy is Troy Aikman. I mean, let's just call it the way it is. What Van Gundy does for the NBA is Troy Aikman for the National Football League. I, I, it makes no sense to me. I mean, that was the first name to break last week from ESPN, and it sent shockwaves through the industry. People could not believe it. And I think Dog is right on. I think this came from the league office. That's the way the league works. They don't want their announcers criticizing their game. They don't want the announcers criticizing the officials and the rules and things of that nature. And Van Gundy did that. You know, Van Gundy, to his credit, did that. Now he has paid the ultimate price with his job. Now, Van Gundy was not alone. There were many others that lost their jobs, 20 or so in all, in various forms of ESPN many of whom you know, whether it was Jalen Rose or C- Susie Colbert. I mean, we can go right on down the list, okay? Steve Young no longer will be seen on ESPN. So Van Gundy's not alone. But if you want to just put all of those names down on a piece of paper, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone that did a better job than Jeff Van Gundy. I mean, Van Gundy was on the number one team for a reason. There's a reason why Van Gundy did all the national games and the reason why Van Gundy did the NBA Finals. Very close with Mike Breen, all right? I mean, it makes no sense to me at all. And I think Chris Russo hit it right on the head. But again, the network executives, why would you pay your announcers of Monday Night Football a million dollars a game? when you don't have to. In other words, you don't need Buck and Aikman. People are still going to watch Monday Night Football. Go out and pay someone, you know, I mean, $250,000 a game, okay? Pay them less than that. There are many, 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 many tremendous announcers that would be delighted to do Monday Night Football for much, much, much less than Buck and Aikman. And it wouldn't matter. People would still watch the games. Okay, it's a joke. And I do feel bad for those that got the pink slip last week. But can anybody really be surprised? I'm not. Again, I called it the day that Buck was hired and then Aikman. I said, "Uh uh-oh, a lot of people are going to be losing their jobs at ESPN. People that you've never heard of before and people that you have heard of that are basically household names in the industry, such as Van Gundy. All right, such as Rose, such as Colbert, and many others. 
Bad day at ESPN. And there's no one to blame other than the executives at ESPN for making these absurd, stupid decisions. But Christopher Mandog Russo, I think he is spot on. I think you point the finger right at the league office when it comes to Van Gundy because nothing else makes sense. Nothing else makes sense. Let's now take a look at our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I'll answer your question on my next podcast. All right, first question is from Chase. Why do teams try to accommodate the desires of the players they're trading? I don't really think they do, Chase. I, I don't. I mean, they will accommodate them in trying to trade them, but not to their desires of the specific team that they want to go to. Now, if a player has a no-trade clause, then it's a different ballgame. Damian Lillard, for example, does not have that in his deal. The Blazers can trade him wherever they want, and I believe that they will trade him to the team that gives them the best deal, even if it's a team that Damian Lillard does not want to play for. Ricky asks, what's your take on the NFL saying slipping on the field is because of players wearing the wrong cleats? Ricky, I think the NFL should be ashamed of themselves. The field at the Super Bowl in February was a disgrace. It was embarrassment. I mean, you're going to spend over a year growing the side for that field, and it looked like an ice skating rink. Now you're going to blame the players for wearing the wrong cleats and the teams? It's, It's absurd. Duncan asks, do you agree with Andy Dalton that there aren't 32 quarterbacks better than him? Mm. You know, if you would ask me that question five years ago, I would have said yes. Now, I think there are 32 quarterbacks better than Andy Dalton. Tony asked, will ESPN's viewership suffer from these recent layoffs? Well, it won't help. That's for sure. I think part of ESPN's issue is how woke they've become and their absurd view politically and what they allow their talent to say based on their ethnicity. So I think that, to me, has been one of ESPN's biggest downfalls and why they are in the position that they are in today. And that is our CrowdUltra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com, and maybe I will answer your question on my next podcast. It's time for And today's rant is brought to you by Bennett's Restaurants, Sacramento, Roseville, and soon coming to the Blue Oaks Town Center in Rockland. Prime seafood and steaks, the weekend brunch, over 50 different types of wine available by the glass. For more information, just go to Bennett'sRestaurants.com. The California Classic is underway. Six teams this year playing at Golden One Center in downtown Sacramento. Uh, The Kings last night beat the Warriors And for some reason, and I talked about this last week, Keegan Murray is on the roster for Sacramento. And I've been seeing a lot of mentions on Twitter of his domination of 29 points. Really? Did anyone want to talk about how he played 31 minutes and only had one rebound? Okay, here's the point I'm trying to make. I already know that Keegan Murray can play. I already know that Keegan Murray is a really good player. All right, he was first-team All-NBA rookie for a reason. Okay, I think the guy can be an all-star, all right? He's going to be in the footsteps of Harrison Barnes in terms of his work ethic and his professionalism. The Kings got themselves a tremendous guy and player for their organization. 
Why is he playing in summer league? I mean, it makes no sense to me. Makes no sense at all. I mean, the only thing that can happen is he can get hurt. No reason for Keegan Murray to be playing in the summer league and playing 31 minutes. And if he does play 31 minutes and scores 29 points, really, I'm supposed to be impressed with that? Really? Did you look at the starting five for the Warriors? I haven't even heard of any of these players. Never heard of them before. So, you know, pipe down a little bit. We already know Murray is good. I think he's going to be an all-star someday. I love the kid. He shouldn't be playing in summer league. But if he is, I don't want to hear about the fact that he scored 29 points against non-NBA players. Duh. That's my rant for today. Have yourself a great fourth, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me right here on If You Don't Like That.